This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1021. Continue the English conversation plus a shout out to our Boston Immersion students. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. We just completed the Urban Immersion Adventure in Boston. Today, hear what inspired us about these amazing students. Plus, get three ways to keep the conversation going and to connect. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, we have just completed the Urban Immersion Adventure in Boston and you have gotten a little bit sick. <laughs> I know. I had like a little bit of a cough before and then and then I just lost most of my voice. I yeah. left it in Boston, <laughs> which is which I'm totally fine with. I'm totally happy with because it was such an amazing experience. It was so cool. And I loved at the end on Sunday. So we had our four students. We had Lillian, Rodrigo, Juan, and Anna from all mm-hmm. different parts of the world. And I love how on Sunday during our review activity, we heard about some of the shifts in people's mindsets yes. that happened over the weekend. These were huge. These were like groundbreaking shifts. It's not just like, oh, I learned how to start a conversation about um, traveling or whatever. It was like, like you said, mental shifts, like going from believing one thing about yourself at the beginning of the weekend to believing a different thing about yourself at the end, right? Exactly. Like this whole perspective on not just like, their ability to speak English, but on how they can and want to and will connect with other people. Exactly. And that's so much more powerful than just a few vocabulary words and phrases, right? I mean, that's what we were looking for when we sat down in that review, but we got the deeper shifts that happen. And that is really what this Urban Immersion Adventure, all of our weekend live events, that's what they are about. They're about showing you guys a new version of yourself, letting you see that you can speak English when you don't know all the information, when you don't know, when you're not perfect. Exactly. And being able to access that ability in yourself, it's not just about English, it's about so many other things in your life, right? Like losing this expectation of perfection, losing this pressure on yourself and being able to just move forward with confidence. If, If we could do that in English, if you could be this person in English, 
you could be this person in so many other aspects of your life. Exactly. I love it. And I so respect our students who took the time. You know, they took time off work. They flew to Boston. They got an Airbnb and they dedicated themselves to this weekend. So I want to say congratulations to our four students who joined us. That was amazing. And that's sometimes that's what it takes. You know what I mean? If you want to change your patterns around English, you want to go in a new direction. It takes full immersion. Oh, for sure. For sure. I I can't count the number of times you and I would be like talking about the program in between activities or throughout the day. And we would just stop and say, I am so inspired by these students. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, just <laughs> mind blowing. These four students are very inspirational people. And we're so lucky to get to spend time with them over the weekend. Oh my God. So lucky. What was your favorite part of the weekend, Jessica? Was there any particular activity or, or day or anything that really stood out in your mind? Oh my gosh. You know what? I, this is funny, but I actually really love the time, like the transportation time, the transference time, like between activities. Yeah. Cause that's when I get to like, we get to walk with the students and mm-hmm. just really chat about anything that comes up yeah. and any questions they have for us and where that conversation goes, you never know. So I really like this, like the spontaneous conversations that happen throughout the weekend. Oh. What about you? Ooh. What was your favorite thing? Yeah, I think I really liked the part of Saturday when we had just finished the drama lab because that is a big piece of the weekend that everyone hears about before they come. They know they're going to yeah. have it in some people are often a little nervous about it, right? But once they overcome that and they see a new version of themselves in the drama lab, then I really enjoyed just sitting for a coffee with the group, right? Because it felt like they had seen a new version of themselves. And after that, we were able to go to an outdoor movie and we could just relax. Our group had had come closer together, right? Gotten to know each other better. And the chemistry was there. And we were just able to just enjoy a coffee in a traditional Cambridge cafe. I love that. Oh, it was fantastic. And just quick shout out to Juan during the drama lab. <laughs> he was so hilarious. The, <laughs> the amount of personality, again, it's just like discovering who you are in English, discovering this new world of, of opportunity, of possibility, mm-hmm. right? Like, these students were even surprised themselves, I think, at just what came out. You know, when you yeah. push yourself and just are open to exploring English and your own, um, how you communicate, yep. right? Like they're surprised at what came out. It was so fun. <laughs> oh, Drama Lab. I love Drama Lab. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, you know, of course, the, the technical pieces of language did come out this weekend. We played games where we worked on our grammar. We worked on our vocabulary. We had the speed data with the natives. And that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today, Jessica. One specific thing that was a comment from one of our native speakers, Mallory, who joined us during the speed dating, she actually had a comment about, you know, how students could continue the conversation, right? Because Ah. in that activity, we give you guys a list of 12 questions to ask. And But instead of just going back to the question when a conversation ends, you could extend the conversation, right? Extend that same. And that's what I know a lot of our listeners want to get better at anyway. So why don't we dive into that today? What do you think? Yes. 
fantastic. So okay. guys, we have three like really specific ways that you guys could continue the conversation. Because mm-hmm. I think this is a lot what um, came out of this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to lose the fear and the anxiety in your head and be able be able to continue the conversation with a native speaker about anything. So reflecting on this weekend, guys, we came up with three really great strategies that you guys could use to continue conversations in any language, not just English. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the first one is kind of is is the easiest, most accessible one, right? If if one of one of the question questions was, where do you see yourself in five years? That was one of the questions on the speed dating sheet, right? If, uh-huh. if I ask you that, Jessica, then you could come back and say to me, at the end, after I answer it, what could you say? Well, I, well, after, after right. you answer or vice versa. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you continue could say, the conversation. And how about you? Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So after giving your answer, guys, and this works for anything, like anytime someone asks you a question, right? Mm-hmm. And you provide an answer, don't just stop there. Asking the other person questions. This is how we continue. So this is a great question to end your answer with, to invite the person to volunteer their own answer, right? And how about you? Yeah. I mean, we don't need, I think what a lot of our listeners struggle with is furiously in our mind searching for material, right? To to ask, to continue. But the material is right here, just tagging on to that same question. And another way you could ask the same thing is just by saying, and you? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love this. I think this is, um, this is such a natural way to continue the conversation, you guys, that mm-hmm. native speakers who are good at conversation, cause not everybody is like e- at ease socially, right? right? Right. So again, like it's not just an English thing. Sometimes it's just a fear of being social thing. Mm-hmm. And so guys, you don't have to search your mind for the perfect conversation or the perfect answer. Just worry about your own answer. Remember, there's another person here besides you. There's another person involved in this conversation, right? So take some of the focus off yourself. And remember, you need to be focusing on this other person as well, inviting them into the conversation because that's the connection, right? Getting out of Mm -hmm. our own heads and inviting the other person to connect with us. Yeah, you're right. And I think that's what a lot of our listeners found this weekend, right? It's connection. It's not being on stage, right? When you're in this conversation, it's connecting with that person in front of you. They had a chance to do it with native speakers that we brought into the program with us and with each other and with locals around Boston, right? So they had a variety of connection opportunities, but I think they were able to find a way to bring it back to connection and getting away from that mentality of, oh my gosh, I have to come up with everything and I have to be perfect. Right. Exactly. Well, these challenges that they had, we'll, we'll get to the, to the number two strategy in just a (laughs) second. But I just remember like another one of my favorite things that the students did. One of the first activities was to do sort of a scavenger hunt, this Mm -hmm. like challenge where they had to go around specific neighborhoods in Boston and talk to native speakers and find out 
information. And that's that's like one of the first activities. We like throw them into the oh, city. Yeah. And it's intimidating. I could see it on some of their faces <laughs> before they began like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, what is happening? Um, but then this feeling of accomplishment when they came back, you yes. know, like um, I think I think all of them said this, but I remember uh, Lillian and Anna saying this more specifically, just like, Everybody was really nice. Like everybody yeah. was really kind. So I think people are a lot nicer and easier to talk to than we think. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And we like to throw our students into that neighborhood challenge right from the beginning. It is probably one of the most challenging just because of when totally. it happens. But guys, sometimes you just got to jump in. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so the second way, guys, and this could be used to connect to strangers or people you just met, people you've known for a long time. If you want to create a connection, you need to offer something personal about yourself, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And then that signals the other person that they can do the same, right? Mm -hmm. So like if you are sharing, if you're answering a like a a humdrum question, like a, a normal sort of question. You could say, you know, the reason why I like this is because I'm from Brazil and there, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So sort of offering some personal details about yourself in the conversation. And then you could follow that with the first strategy and be like, how about you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we've talked about this, right? It's, it's offering personal details. That's what people can grab onto, right? That's what they yeah. connect with. If you don't give them any material to work with or or anything that makes you human in their eyes, it won't be an interesting conversation. There'll be nothing to grab onto. Yeah, exactly. It's just this surface sort of like, like this is what you hear in textbooks that's so boring. Yeah. Right? Hello, how are you? I'm fine. Would you like coffee? Okay. Like nobody talks like that. Nobody wants to talk like that. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So giving, you know, being a little bit vulnerable, depending on, you know, there are levels of vulnerability, obviously, right? Exactly. And yeah. we need to use our judgment here, but certainly just offering a little something more than maybe more than what they're asking for or more than what would have been there otherwise. Love it. Uh, I liked this observation. Um, I think Rodrigo and Lillian made this observation how in Brazil, they were saying that um, people share like personal details about themselves, like in conversations, and they weren't sure how that occurred in American culture or if it happened. Mm -hmm. And they were like both kind of relieved that native speakers were so open mm -hmm. and it reminded them of how they could communicate with people they knew at home. Right. Yeah. So that was, that was a great observation about our culture is that people share personal yeah. details about themselves all the time. And it doesn't matter where you're from or if you're on the East coast or the West coast, like native speakers for the most part, want to connect with you. 
Yeah, self-disclosure. This is actually something we looked at in my graduate program, this concept of self-disclosure across cultures and how open different oh, cultures wow. are. It's interesting. One example, remember my big fat Greek wedding? Um, yeah. When the aunt talked about with the in-laws, uh, for the first time they were meeting, the in-laws talked about her twin being in her neck, the, the tumor. Do you oh remember that? Oh my God. <laughs> that is such a famous like part of a movie. People still refer to that. Even forget. Yeah. What movie it's from? Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of an example. You know, Greek. Obviously, that's <laughs> amplified and that's cartoonized a little bit. But you know, showing. You know, I, you know. I, I also, I do think. That's yes, so I great. think Americans are open and they offer things. And I think it's also a very personal. It depends on your family culture, where For you're sure. from. So many things. Um, but yeah, this is something that does vary across cultures. But I still think it's important to just add a little something about yourself because that's totally. what people connect with. It's not just the black and white stuff. Yeah. Exactly. You have to put yourself out there in yeah. order to connect. And maybe the other person won't pick up on it. That's that's their problem. Maybe they're busy. It has nothing to do with you. Just move on to the next person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. And, and so okay. we have a third way. And I yes. really like this way. I feel like this one would get us the most mileage. What is it, Jessica? Totally. This is so easy, you guys. It's one word. Yeah. <laughs> so after after someone shares a detail or a fact or mm-hmm. a story about themselves, just ask why, why, right? It's we want to get to the motivation, the inspiration, the reason behind what they just shared. And yeah. this is really this is really digging deeper, right? This mm-hmm. is such an easy way to go deeper into the conversation. It's so good. And it's good for so many reasons. This is an example of this is I remember in speed dating, one of our students, I think the question was that I asked was what was the most adventurous thing you've ever done? And the student shared that um, the student had taken her family around um, in a camper van for like a week or something. Cool. And, you know, my answer to that was I was interested in understanding why that was something she wanted to do. Right. So yeah. I said, you know, why did you decide to do that instead of going to, I don't know, a casino or something? Right. So you get to know the person on a deeper level. You start to understand their motivations, what inspires them, right? And that actually yeah. makes them feel more connected to you because they that you're showing an interest on a deeper level, not just the totally. what and the when and the where, it's the why that's going to connect you. Totally. And then again, like as they're sharing more personal details about themselves, it gives you something to grab onto, right? Like you were saying. So, and then you could say like, oh, that's so fascinating. You know, I did something like that, or Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do something Mm -hmm. like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and then it gives something, um, uh, something that's a lot more interesting for you to react to. Yes. I love it. I love it. So guys, we want you to use that strategy and use all three of these to continue the conversation. No more panicking and not knowing where to go. The burden is not all on you, right? You guys are creating this conversation together, the two of you, and use the material that's already been put out there to extend instead of coming up with these brilliant ideas out of nowhere. (laughs) Exactly. Right. I love it. Yeah. That's funny. I, I really love these three strategies today, you guys. Just like Lindsay was saying, like it takes the pressure off you, right? You don't have to provide everything. 
everything. Mm -hmm. And this is how you keep the conversation going, involving the other person, caring about their sharing, right? Caring about what they have to say. I love it. Yeah, so good. Well, Jessica, thanks for joining me in Boston. What a great experience. That was so fun. I want to give a final shout out to our students who joined us. Congratulations to you guys on completing the weekend. And guys, keep listening because we're going to be doing more live events with All Ears English around the world. So if you're not able to come to Boston or New York, you may be lucky enough to have us come to your country this year or next year so we can you can go through a similar experience. So keep listening. (laughs) Yes. So exciting. So much (laughs) awesome stuff planned. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Lizzie. Have a wonderful day. Okay, Jessica, have a good one and get better with that voice. All right. I will. Okay. It sounds pretty awesome right now. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.